trapped on an island with nothing to do. What games would you take there with you? With no one else around, you could go insane without your desert island games. Everyone is tuning in to Jail 76 Gaming. Welcome to Desert Island Games. I'm John, also known as Jefferson Six Gaming. Tonight I'm pleased to welcome a fellow Scotsman. It's the main master himself, Alan Stewart. Welcome, Alan. Hello, John. How you doing, mate? I'm great, and thank you for coming on. No problem at all. It's a privilege to be here. Yes, always good to talk to a fellow Scot. Of <laughs> <laughs> at least we don't have to have any subtitles or anything. We can we can understand yeah. each other quite fluently. Yeah, it's the people listening that need the subtitles. <laughs> we'll just maybe slow it up a wee bit. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm John. I'm <laughs> no, no, that's good. Um, for those of you that, that don't know, Alan, he should, but his uh, his channel's um, Alan Stewart Mainmeisters. It's https colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Mainmeister. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Um, obviously a big meme fan, hence the name. Absolutely. Now, do you want me to bore you with how I came up with the name, or, or yeah. I think well, I've actually I've spoken about it in a, a waffle at some point. I've got a fair idea, but, but uh, do do elaborate. Yeah, it was uh, back in 1997 when I first got uh, the internet. Um, I went, you know, it was all new to me, and I kind of went to log in. You know, it was a forum of some sort, and it came up. You know, please log in. I'm like, what? Please register. Okay, so I clicked on that name, Alan Stewart username. Alan Stewart, sorry, this has been taken. I thought, what the hell can I put in? And at that point, I think I'd just discovered a uh, meme, um, which I'm not going to go into, but that was a revolutionary program for myself. So I thought, meme, as I put that in, it came up. This is uh, too short. And uh, I had a mate who was heavily into Doom at the time. And uh, apparently, when you kill somebody in Doom, it's called a frag. And he used to call himself the Fragmeister. So I thought, Meister, that's all I'll do, main Meister. So that's that's how it came about, and um, I can re- reliably inform you if you Google main Meister, you're only going to, you're only going to get me. I've never actually had a problem with somebody else using it, and ah. if they do, they'll be trouble. Eh? So, so that's that's, <laughs> that's about it. You had it for all that time <laughs> since 1997. Yeah, so that's basically my username for every single thing I've ever done. Even at work, we've got some things you need to have a username, so it's main Meister. Like, don't don't ask. <laughs> Do you tell your work colleagues and like friends and family about YouTube? YouTube uh, no, no, no. I'm, I must admit, uh, it's not because I'm embarrassed about it, John. But I, I tend to totally keep. Uh, uh, that's why I don't create a Facebook page for my my, my retro stuff. Um, I, I, I mean, I've got a lot of friends who are just simply not interested. Other than my YouTube sort of uh, pals, there's no interest in retro gaming, so I don't. I tend to kind of not post stuff uh, on Facebook. But uh, yeah. yeah, so no, nah, I, I don't really talk about doing my YouTube channel because nobody's interested. I mean, I've got a few close mates, and you know they know about it. But I was like, do you watch it? Uh, oh, I've not, I've not watched it for a while. So like, that's fair enough. Every, every, each their own. You know what I mean? It means it's slowly but surely uh, becoming public knowledge on some of my friends, and it's, it's, I don't know if I'm comfortable with it, if I'm being perfectly honest. But, yeah. Well, funnily enough, there's been there's been occasions where I've, uh, I don't know, taken a video with the dogs or something, and, and you try to put it on Facebook, and it's like, you know, this is incompatible, I'm like, oh, bollocks. 
Um, I'll put it onto uh, I'll put it on on YouTube, yeah. and then I think, oh wait a minute, if I do that, then people are going to click on that, and they're going to see all these these videos of me. And I thought, no, I better not. <laughs> Yeah. So I should probably have a I should probably have an Alan Stewart uh, YouTube channel as opposed to a main meister one. Keep my keep my gaming and uh, personal stuff separate. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't believe somebody registered registered the name Alan Stewart before you. I mean, I have got. <laughs> However, I, I can see I have got my my, my middle name is uh, James. I've actually got Alan James uh, Alan J Stewart Hotmail dot co dot uk sorry dot com. I mean, because I created a Hotmail uh, account back in 1997 as well. So if you try to get that now, it'd be like Alan J. Stewart, 19 or 2009-52 or something, probably. So I was lucky enough to get that one. <laughs> yeah, I was the same with Gmail. I don't know why we're talking about emails, but I was the same with G- <laughs> Gmail. Um, I, was, I, I started using Gmail from when it was on beta, and I, I got my money right. straight away. So. <laughs> anyway, <coughs> excuse me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you you do. A, you were telling me before we officially started um, the show there that you you do your own kind of. Well, you and a group of guys do a podcast as well. Yes. Um, feel free to plug plug that. Yep, here. it's a, it's a, a local club. Uh, we run it in Edinburgh once uh, once a month. It uh, it's based at a parish church right next to Hearts Football Ground. It's called Edinburgh Retro PC. Um, we've got a Facebook page. We've also we also knock out a, a, a podcast once a month. If you go to iTunes and type in Edinburgh Retro PC, you'll see all our podcasts. I think we've done uh, is it ten? We've done ten now. Yeah. Um, the one that we've done two podcasts ago, um, and I'm, I'm one of my one of my mates, uh, Tony Temple, is uh, he's actually a world champion at Missile Command, and uh, he has one of his good mates, John Studley, is. You've probably seen if you've been to any of the retro things, uh, you'll you'll know John. He's an he's the best Pac-Man player in Britain. Cool. Uh, Baldy head. He's uh, he's gone. For, he's got. I think he was. Uh, he's been going for the perfect Pac-Man game, um, and he was ninety points shy of it doing in Blackpool. So we were lucky enough to get uh, Tony and John and did a, a podcast. So it's quite interesting to, to listen to these guys. But basically, the podcast is uh, three or four Scots guys talking pish. But yeah. it's uh, we seem to get we got a lot of good feedback. Um, we've got quite. I mean, it's hard to actually tell how many people are listening listening to them. Um, but I've seen the guys pop up in various forums that I'm on saying, "Oh, I listened to your podcast, mate. Really enjoyed it." Um, you know, it's it's just it's just like we're doing just now, John. It's four guys just talking about various kind of retro gaming related sort of shenanigans. Yeah. So, so this is just two guys talking pish. Two Scottish guys. I was joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I don't really. I, I don't always find out really um, how many people are listening to this uh, when it's going out in the network. But obviously, when I then upload it to the YouTube, I start seeing the comments coming in. Oh, so do you up, do you put these onto some sort of podcast network thing? Is it? Yeah, it's automatic. Well, obviously, I usually do it live on Monday night. This is pre-record, but usually when I do it live on Monday night, it will automatically then half an hour later upload to iTunes. Oh, fantastic! Through the Retro Unlim Radio Network. Right, superb. Which is a uh, never grown uh, network. It's now got like um, f- f- for every day of the week. It's got two shows for every day of the week, apart from Saturday. But it's only got one show. But right, yeah. And these are all live, I take it, yeah. Not all of them. No, some some mm-hmm. are, some aren't. Okay, nineties um, mm-hmm. video game did uh, Rich Higdon. He does uh, a, a show called Chippy Chips, which is Chipchin show, but that's a uh, fortnightly on a Wednesday. Okay. So, but he he always does it pre-record. Right, right. Yeah. I always find now that I've done a few recently pre-recorded and they've went a lot better because <laughs> live, live can be very <laughs> problematic. <Yeah. laughs> 
you know, I, I went into a show, I prepared, I prepared like for a show like I never prepared before. I was so confident, and then something went wrong with the call, and it just totally threw me. And it turned out we, we saved it in the end, you know. But it was, uh, it was when Harry Yack was on, or something went wrong with the phone right. call, and um, so, put him on hold or something. Have you have you ever actually done a podcast for two hours and goes shit? It didn't record. <laughs> we had um, that happen. I, I sort of um, myself and Harry Yack were doing a Google Hangouts uh, a few Saturdays ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were making a few wee, um, different videos. We're, we're, go- we're going to cut them up. It was like a, going to be GL76 quiz night, and uh, I sat and done it, and then we realised I hadn't put the camera on because I, I was in the gameplay, so I hadn't put right. the camera on my gameplay. So it kept going to Harry Yak, so it was like spoiled. It was two, three hours ago. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing worse. Yeah, brilliant. So how long have you been playing uh, games then? Oh, how long have you got? <laughs> how, long, how long do you want this to last? Yeah. Um, I'll not give you the whole history, but I've been playing video games... If you class if you class a Benetone TV game, I've been playing Benetone games for probably let me think. I uh, got my first computer in 1983, which is a Texas T1994A because my mum and dad went by my Spectrum. Oh. Um, but before that, I had a, a Benetone TV game, the, the Luminous Orange. Um, I got that probably two or three years before, so I would probably say since about 1979, something like that. Wow. So yeah, I know I don't look that old in the videos, but uh, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing video games virtually all my life, um, and obviously when I got my Commodore six, I, I had my Texas T one nine nine four A. Um, I, I had one game for it, um, which I bought. I, I ordered it um, from. I think it was Computer and Video Games. Um, it was five pound fifty, and it was called Core, and it was basically um, you controlled uh, a bomb, which was I think it was a, uh, a letter V. Um, and you you had to pilot the the bomb through flocks of birds, which were W's, and then you reached the core, which was like two V's together. So it was just it was written in basic, and you use left it was the X and Y to control this bomb. And uh, I think I played it once. Oh, that's crap. Um, and I don't think I I, I think I, I never used the, the Texas for a few months until one of my mates who was uh, he was doing a he was studying computers down in Reading, and uh, this was the first computer that he'd sort of seen and. Uh, he wrote, he wrote me a sort of Defender clone and <laughs> there was no baddies to shoot but the only bit he'd actually got was you could move the ship up and down and he had the fire perfect, you know, the kind of the line that shoots out and it all kind of breaks up. So I ended up playing this demo of a Defender clone that he wrote more than the actual game until I eventually got a part-time job uh, and I, I bought a, a C64 on credit. I think I had to pay... It was like twelve pounds a month or something, so I paid this thing off, uh, off myself. I mean, I was, I was uh, a grown adult when when computers came out, so I wasn't lucky enough to, to, to get my parents to buy me one. Eh? Oh well. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've just kind of gone from the C sixty four, right through from what, what was my next one, my Atari ST. I've had the SNES, I've had the Mega Drive, and I've got the Mega, and then I got the PC. And I think I went back to Mega for a wee while at some point as well. So yeah, I've been playing games for thirty years, though, and. I mean, I've probably been playing for 30 years as well, but I mean, I was a child when I, I, mean, I, was, I was, I think, probably 86 or something. I, I might have been about 10, 11 year old or something when I first right, played right. that. Something like that anyway. And, but my, my first was uh, Atari 65 XE. Oh, uh, oh right, I, I've actually got one. I'm looking at one here. I've got one of these nice little machines. 
I think I seen you. Were you not doing a video of that? Actually, uh, no, that was the original Atari hundred. That was. Um, right. I always I'd wanted an Atari for a long, long time, and uh, I mean, Atari hundreds they go for silly money, two, three hundred pounds. I thought, can I get that? Um, so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll I'll settle for an Atari XL, um, which was the one my mate used to have. Uh, Again, they were going for silly money, and I, I saw something on eBay selling that for, I can't remember how much I paid for it, but yeah, so that's the one I actually use. I mean, I've actually got two Atari XLs in the loft, and I've got my, my big uh, behemoth, which is Atari 800 in my cupboard. Um, probably never likely to use it, but I don't want to get rid of it, because it's just, it's, it's, uh, it was the first computer I ever actually got to, to see, so it's, uh, it's a lot, I've got a lot of kind of... Happy memories attached to it. <laughs> yeah, so it's something I always regret is getting rid of my first computers. Uh, Atari XE, as I said, and uh, like Commodore 64 I had as well. Get, get you know? that's, that's the thing, see, when people say, you know, oh, why did, why did you sell it? And da, 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 why did you, you know, why didn't you keep it? But you see, when you, when you think about it back in, I mean, for, for me back in, I don't know, 1986, 1987, when I decided I was wanting to get an Atari ST, I remember seeing a screenshot of a uh, international karate uh, and computing video games, and it wasn't international, and it wasn't the version of international karate that got released. It was one that never got released, and it just looked amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought, hey, I want to get one of these, and uh, so I went up to the, com- the local computer shop. It was the only computer shop in bloody West Lothian, and uh, this, I think the ST was about £400. And back then, I was on about £200 a month wages, so to give my mum big money and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I thought, the, the, the only, the only, I mean, it was never... It was never an option to keep my C64 and get a Atari ST. It was like, I have to sell my C64 to fund the ST. Yeah. And then when I got the ST and I wanted to get an Amiga, I had to, had to sell the ST. You know, you just, I mean, these things were, I mean, pound for pound. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to buy a PlayStation 4 when it came out. I mean, what was it, £389? Yeah. But in today's, or, you know, in Back then, that would probably be, I don't know, maybe £100 or something back in the day sort of thing. So computers back then were so much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just wasn't a question of keeping your old machine, you had to get rid of it. And the thing is, when, when you had a C64 um, and, and you know, you, you're wanting to get an Atari ST, as far as I was concerned back then, the C64 was shite. It's like, well, you know, this is a step up. I'm not interested in the C64. It's only 30 years on that we've got these rose colour spectacles and, you know, the nostalgia sort of thing that you think, why didn't I keep the C64? I mean, I had like a full set of Zap magazines. I had hundreds of original discs. I had, you know, like everybody had big collections of games, but back then you weren't interested in them because you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get this nice sparkly new 16-bit machine. So uh, you know, yeah, there wasn't really such a thing as retro back then. That was that was no. current, that was current. <laughs> so that's exactly it. That is exactly it. And yeah. you know, if somebody said to you when you're playing your Amiga, and somebody says, "Do you want a shot of Manic Miner?" You go, "No, I'm not interested in playing Manic Miner. It's shit." You know, <laughs> we've moved on. It's only now, thirty years on, that we can look back and go, "I, I would love to have a, a C64." No. You know, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, I was just going to, before we go into games. I think you go into games as soon as I can, actually. But uh, I was just going to mention some of the uh, series you do on your YouTube channel. Enjoy, <laughs> um, you do the uh, Arcade Perfect My Arse is, uh, is one of quite nice. Yeah, that seems to be. I, I mean, uh, like a lot, like a lot of things, John. As you're being a fellow YouTuber, you're always trying to think of. You're always trying to think of things to keep your your channel interesting because I mean I'll I'll, I'll be perfectly honest when I started up the YouTube I remember posting on, on a, a games forum that I'm on way after Odin and uh, I 
we've got a thread called a uh, game gaming mojo, and I, I'd basically put in, oh, my gaming mojo's at an all time low. I thought I can't be arsed. I said I've got a PlayStation three, three six. I said I can't be arsed playing anything. There's nothing. Not got any inclination to play games at all just now. And then I thought to myself. Why don't I? Why don't I record myself on YouTube? I mean, to me, YouTube was somewhere where I went to. I want to watch the 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 latest ACDC or not the latest. I want to watch a, a YouTube video or whatever. I'm just going to type it in. I didn't think of YouTube as being a sort of medium where I could actually sit and watch videos. You know, it was just something that. What was the name of that tune? Such and such. Oh, I'll, I'll have a look on YouTube, sort of thing. Aye. Um. So yeah, I thought to myself. Why don't, I, why don't I record myself playing push games for 10 minutes? What can I call it? Me and Mice are 10 minute mashup. So yeah. that's how it started. So if you look back at, I mean, I think I'm up to 100 and, 189 mashup videos now, which is mental. Should, uh, you should do a 200 special, 200 episode special. <laughs> <laughs> I should, I really should. I don't think I did. In fact, I think, I think my 100th game, in fact, I'm not even going to tell you my 100th game because it's one of my, my games I'm going to be picking. Right. Um, so yeah, it started off a 10 minute mashup. And to me, it was just a bit of fun. And then, you know, I, I mean, I didn't even know what this thing called subscribers were. And then watching videos and one of the guys at the retro club had sort of mentioned, oh, this, uh, this guy, Steve Benway, have a look at him. He talks about video games. Oh, yeah, I started watching Steve Benway videos. And um, I thought, all right, okay. And so I was making these mashup videos. And then, I, I, you know, you, you see like subscribers, four, five, six. And every time it went up, it's like, oh, yeah, beauty. And I used to boast to my daughter because she had a she had a, a YouTube channel for her littlest pet shops. So it was a bit of a competition. Oh, I'm, I'm up to 11 subscribers, you know. And I mean, I had no idea what was good or what was bad. But I just thought it was quite amazing the fact that anybody would actually want to kind of watch what I'm doing. Because to me, I was making them for myself. It was a bit of fun. Um but then, obviously, as as I I was I was making them, making them, making them. But then it got to a point where I, it was becoming a bit of a chore. I would say to my wife, "Right, I'll I'll, I'll I'm just going up to do my ten minute martial. and I was like, I would just I'd be coming my my wee games room and think, "What can I make? What what, what game can I play now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just play that." And and then I would watch it back and think. I didn't even enjoy making that sort of thing. And then, but then people were. And then I think uh, I think after I don't know how many months. Um, <laughs> I think I don't know my, my subscribers are about maybe twenty or something, whatever it was. But I, my videos were getting like four or five views, and then I, I made this one, and it got like two views. I, I was checking it every couple of days, and it was like two views, and I think the, I think the one of them was me. So that was like one view, and I thought, you know what? What? Why am I doing this? What? What's the point of doing it? It's all very well saying I enjoy it, but you know, there was a point in making it. If nobody's going to even watch the thing, so I think I posted a, you know, uh, thanks very much to, you know, those people that have been watching them, but I'm going to knock it in the head sort of thing, and a, a couple of people came back, oh, that's, that's a shame, really, really enjoy watching it, and I'm like, eh, you see this? And then they're like, oh, I really enjoy watching them, and I thought, you know what, see if even one person is watching them and, enjoy, and enjoys it, I'm going to keep this going sort of thing, so I kept it going, and then bit by bit, obviously, Watching other sort of fellow YouTubers, you know, you get you get to know the lingo, pick up videos and VRs. I mean, I didn't know what these were when I first started off, sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, so you, you you start to kind of pick up on good ideas. Um, but yeah, the arcade perfect my arse. I mean, there, there is a channel I think that kind of does something similar, but they don't they don't talk. They just let you see Atari ST. I know who it is. They've been a guest on here. Oh, has it? Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, you you know yourself, John. There's, it's it's hard to be. 
100% unique. I mean, um, you know, but I thought to myself, at the end of the day, nobody, nobody owns any copyrights such. I mean, my Friday Waffles, basically, that was influenced with Steve Benway's uh, Friday Talkie, you know, and I've, I've mentioned that before. Um, but yeah, the, the, the arcade, uh, Perfect My Arse, seems to be, I think I've made about nine of them now. Um, they seem to be hugely popular. I mean, they're really good fun to make. Um, and I've now f- discovered how I can actually record it using the PC um, because I'm old school. I, I sit in my, my, my gaming chair and I point a bloody big camera at the screen. And um, there's one of the guys, one of my subscribers, um, he's constantly slags me off because my, it's always squint. <laughs> Uh, no, matter, no matter how much I get it aligned, no matter how much I get it aligned in the viewfinder, and I put the thing on, I'm like, oh my god, that's terrible. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, I've been using this other software for it. But yeah, it seems to be really popular, and it's actually it's actually quite interesting. I mean, what the first thing I do is I pick a game, I type it into Wikipedia, and it'll tell you this was on this, 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 and this. But as it, as I found out, I've been missing various versions. But then I can only I can only featured versions that I've actually got to play sort of thing um, I mean I, I don't mean admitting there's been a couple of games which I couldn't get to run so I've, uh, I'd, I'd googled it in YouTube or searched for it on YouTube and it's like you know posted six years ago I thought this guy wouldn't mind if I just featured that just 30 seconds of this yeah. gameplay <laughs> I've done that for a couple of games you know but uh, but yeah that's uh, that's uh, that seems to be my kind of most popular one but I think you didn't want to I mean, I think I make too many videos. I think I tend to make one every day, and you know, it's a, it's a fine line between making too many and not making enough, whatever. But yeah, that's, that's an interesting. That's come up before that topic. I think um, Lone Boys Post seventy five did one of his waffles. Uh, how how many videos is too much videos, and how many is um, not enough? I, mean, I think well, I think one per day is acceptable. I mean, if you're not constantly putting three or four up a day and bombarding people's uh, subscriptions, uh, then I don't think it's a problem. I think one a day is fine. It's got to be, I think, I try to do. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I mean, this whole thing that we do, if we, if you're not enjoying making videos, then forget it. You know, it's not even so much making a video, it's the fact that if you're not enjoying what you're doing, I mean, what makes, what the channels that I've, I've subscribed to is when you watch a guy and you can tell the guy's clearly got a love for what he's talking about, and you know, and that draws you in, sort of thing. So you know, that's that's what makes me want to watch a channel. And I think if uh, if you can come across as passionate about what you're actually talking about, um, and you know, you've got a bit of background behind games and that kind of thing, people are interested and want to watch it. But you know, I mean, I've I I, I hate to say this, but I mean, I've watched a couple of videos in the past, just of, you know, various YouTubers, and and it's like you're actually you're sliding down the chair. I think, oh, this is like car crash video. It's like you know. Oh, right, I'll, oh, I've just been called, right, I'll go here, uh, uh, and, and you think, oh, this is awful, <laughs> Yeah, pro- <laughs> you've, got, you've got to try and draw the audience in, you know, it's it's not easy, it's not easy to do this at all, it's, it takes a wee while to get used to it, but. I, I would be first to admit, mine's probably, probably, it's getting started, probably like that, but. Nah, uh, not I, at all, not at all. I, I mean, I've, as I say, when I first started, I didn't even talk in the videos, it's something that's doesn't come naturally to me you need I'm hosting a top show but, yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> but um, talking that, I mean I'll get I think I'm getting better as I get more experienced at it but yeah I'm not I don't I think, think it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a it's a I mean I'm the first person I, I mean I I've got to do presentations at work sometimes, and I'm I'm not I'm not good at them. I'm, I absolutely shit my pants. You know what I mean? It's 
absolutely terrifying. Um, so I, mean, I can imagine you doing, like I said, as I mentioned earlier, I was a wee bit apprehensive about this this thing tonight, even though I'm talking about something, I'm talking with a guy that, you know, who shares the same interest in me um, as what I've got um, interest in as well. You're talking about a passion of yours, video games, but it's, it can still be a wee bit, um, whew, you know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you've got guys like um, Evil Healer, I don't know if you've watched Evil Healer, but he's like, you know, he's a just mad. He's like, he's like a nutter. You know, he's like he, he comes on the camera. And he's just a, he, he's full of confidence. Mm-hmm. He came onto this show. He was like, oh, I'm so nervous. I'm oh, so nervous. I'm like, really? You're really talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be broadcasting millions. <laughs> yeah, well, at least eleven, tens. <laughs> well, you and I are going to listen to it surely. So. <laughs> That's two straight. Last, <laughs> if I listen to it twice each, I'll be four. That'll be good enough for me. Anyway, we better, better get into the games here because we're. Anyway, anyway. Twenty past eight. Yeah, and uh, yeah. We'll no stop, problem. So yeah, so let's. Uh, I could probably talk all night to one, but anyway, we better go over the first game. <laughs> What's your first game? My first game. So what? Just to let me get the, the gist of this, I have to pick eight games. Is that is that correct? Yes, yeah. yeah, actually a bit of background. Like this is you're saying, you, you you come up with you, you do other people's ideas sort of thing. Well, this I'm no different. Um, this is a complete rip off of Desert Island Discs, the radio show. Right. So, and that's why it's eight games, because that's exactly the same format as on the radio show. They, they, they pick eight records in one book and one luxury item, so I'm just basically changing it to get from records to games. So okay. you get to pick eight games. I used to make. I used to say eight retro games, but you can pick modern games. If you Anything you want. And electricity, Wi-Fi, that's all there. Yeah, you've, you've, got to, you've got to assume that that's already catered for. So. Fantastic. Yeah. So with that in mind, uh, feel free to pick your first game. Right, and no particular; these are not in order at all. Uh, my first game is probably my favourite, ar- probably my favourite video game of all time. It's the uh, Robotron 2084, um, published by Williams, written by the um, genius that is Eugene Jarvis. Um, he also wrote Defender. What else did he write? Was it Smash TV? I think it was. Um, he also wrote what was that game? Oh, it's a it's it's a pretty awful game. It's a sideways scrolling game. You're be, it's not dark. It's basically you shoot gun um, drug dealers. Right. What's it called again? It's an arcade game. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, I can't remember what the name of it is. I'm sure uh, some of our listeners will be able to tell me what it is. Um, but yeah, anyway, Robotron. Uh, it's for anyone that's not familiar with Robotron. Um, you can leave the room now. I'm ashamed of you. <laughs> it's a classic game. Now, basically, it's a it's a static screen, and you control this little sort of professor. Basically, there's a all these a, mutoids are about to kill off the last. I think there's one family left in existence. Um, I think there's the mum, dad, the little girl, and the little boy. And basically, once the humanoids kill these humans, then that's the that's mankind wiped out. Um, so this little professor, um, I think he's. He's like got superpowers, whatever it is. It's been it's his task to basically defend defend mankind, and so he starts off. You've just got him in, the, in a black background, and you've got all these robots who basically home straight in on you. Um, now, what makes this quite a unique game is the control system. It's twin joysticks, left joystick moves, right joystick fires in any direction. So you've got eight eight way movement, eight way firing. Um, and it's basically you've just got to survive. I mean, you pick up the, the sort of humans um, for bonus points, and you've just got to keep progressing to the next screen. It's like the most pure form of video game, in my opinion. 
Um, once it's it's brutally hard. I mean, for somebody who's never played it before, you'll be lucky if you get past two screens. It's absolutely savagely hard. Um, but I'm lucky enough now. I've got a, a meme cab, so I've been playing that a lot. I mean, it's it's one of these games that probably a lot of people have never really played because it's impossible to play with one joystick. Um, I mean, you can use a what do you call it, the, the Xbox controller, any any modern console. It's got the twin sticks. You can use that, but nothing replicates the actual proper joysticks. It's just such a brilliant game. It's I say, it's, it's the pure, it's the essence of the game, and you know. If you die, it's your fault. There's none of this. Oh shit! I didn't press the button. Whatever it is, you're moving, you're firing. You can't get anything more natural than that. Um, and one, it's one of these games. Once you, once you, I don't know. After four or five screens, and it just clicks, and you get into the zone, and it's just you know turn the light out, and it's just bright lights. The it's the, the sound on Eugene Jarvis games is absolutely epic. You know, big deep sort of uh, subwoofer booms and zaps, whatever it is. The, the sound in these games are fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going for. Robotron twenty eighty four. It's a, it's you can't ever get to the end of the game. So uh, you know, I'll not, I'd never get bored of it. It would be one of these games you can just you're just aiming for a high score. I must admit, it was either that or Defender, but I can't play Defender for Toffee because that's that's ramping the difficulty up tenfold, you know, using yeah. ten buttons and that kind of stuff. So, um, classic game. If you've never played Robotron twenty eighty four, go and look it out. Um, but you need the twin joysticks. That's that's the only thing. Eh? Yeah. So it's considered by many to be an unofficial part of the company's Defenders saga. What's that say again? It's, it's, it's considered by many to be an unofficial part of the company's Defender saga. Defender saga. Yeah. Well, Defender series. I think it means. I think. Is what I'm trying to say. Right, aye, aye. I mean, it was the same. It was the same guy that wrote both the games. I mean, they're both absolutely. I would, if if I if I could play Defender, then I would. I mean, I I love my, my favourite genre is a uh, shooter games, shoot 'em up games. I'd probably go for Defender, but I can't play it to save myself. Um, but both games are absolute classics. Yeah. Nineteen eighty two. This was out. Was it probably was I? Trust old, uh, my old friend Wikipedia here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's me thinking you'd done your research as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, do, you're doing live research as we Indeed. as we speak. But yeah. I must admit, I mean, I've I've got a couple of mates. Uh, I'm no bored with it. But there's a, a mate I've got. He he organised the first kind of retro kind of uh, things like re- replay. It was called Retrovision, and uh, down in down in uh, Oxford. And I I went to a couple of them back in the day. I think it was two thousand and three, two thousand and four, whenever it was. And I've got a couple of mates. Uh, one guy in particular, he's an absolute ninja, and I mean he's a, a cast iron ninja. Any game he, he plays, he'll annihilate everybody. Um, and I've seen this guy play. His name, his nickname is Sick Boy. That's what he is uh, on the sort of forums. But uh, he's he's just awesome to watch. Somebody who can play games like he can. You know, I was watching him playing uh, Robotron, and it's just you're like, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I love computer games, I really do, but I'm I'm shit at them. <laughs> <laughs> you and we're, me both, I'm afraid, John. We're doing a... I'm part of a Tuber's High Scores Facebook page. We all do... I've uh, seen that. I, that I've, I've seen that. I'll be, yeah. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I'm, I'm probably the granddaddy of the YouTube community. Um, <laughs> the games that I've seen, I'm like, why are they playing that shit? I mean, there was one... Was it you're playing a, a rabbit or something? I'm like Bucky here or Bucky here. <laughs> like, oh, uh, that was bef- that's before I joined the thing. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry for whoever's running that, but uh, no, the choice of games uh, they don't do anything for me at all. Well, um, was... If it's Robotron Defender, I'll be right in there. But 
no some of the games I've seen, I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I, I do, but there's a couple of games I'm like, there's seen a lot of Neo Geo fans on there, and I've not really got a lot of Neo Geo games, so. Aye, aye. The one this week was, uh, I didn't even submit my score because it was that bad, I would have, it would have just been humiliating, you know. It's, um, <laughs> what was it called again? Oh, I forget the name of the game. It was a Neo Geo game. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I couldn't even go onto my own top 10 high score table. You know, so I thought, no, I'm not. I'm not going to submit that one. I know it's for fun, but really, <laughs> on this, on this, uh, on the, this way the rodent um, forum that I'm a part of, um, have been for many, many, many years. Um, I have uh, it's the rodent uh, challenge, which I started up well, maybe ten years ago, and I run. We, we do it for like sixteen weeks. Basically, I pick a game on a Sunday, and everybody plays it, and it was just a bit of fun. I think the very, 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 very first game I picked was Galaxian. And uh, you know, and, and I, I pick the game, and people play it, and then you know, the first the, the player to get a high score gets ten points, whatever. And I'm usually right on the bottom. I mean, in fact, half the time I don't even get. I think the top ten get points, like ten, nine, eight, seven, right down to one. Oh, and usually I don't even get points on it. But uh, it's quite interesting when you see. Uh, I mean, what I think is quite funny is people will say to me. Uh, I mean, at the moment, I've, we're having a rest. I think, I think was it June? That was when we last played the game, and I said, "Look, we're going to take a take a few months off, sort of thing." And I've had people saying, "Oh, when you stand up the road and challenge again," and it's like all when he when he says start it up, all I do is go, uh, "Right, you need to play berserk." <laughs> and they all play berserk. It's like you know, why do you need me to tell you to play a game? But it, uh, it's very true. I mean, you've, when you're sitting um, with you know, in my case, I mean, if I include ROMs in it, tens of thousands of games, yeah. you know, you think, oh, what will I play tonight? Oh, I don't know, there's nothing I want to play. But if you said to me, oh, there's this brilliant game and uh, my high score's 20,000, chances are I'll put the name cab on and try and beat you, you know? So Aye. if you point somebody in the other direction and say, go and play that game and see how you get on, then it's going to encourage you to kind of play it. Yeah. Um, <coughs> what was I going to say there? That's completely gone. You were talking, so I'm waffling there. You were <laughs> talking about the, the, the YouTube challenge thing. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, fuck it. It doesn't matter. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> if I think it will, I'll come back to it. Yeah, I think it was better move on to the second game. <laughs> yeah. um, right, again, in no particular order, my second game is uh, Super Mario Kart on the SNES. Ah. Um, there's been a lot of great versions of that over the years. And probably. I'd probably say my, the, the best version, technically, and the best version of Mario Kart, and I'll probably be shot down in flames for saying this, is the Wii U version. Um, I bought that, my, my little girl's got a Wii U, she got that for Christmas, and uh, I bought uh, Mario Kart 8, and it's fantastic, but I'm not here to talk about Mario Kart 8, um, it's a fantastic game, but the version I would be picking would be the SNES version. Um, I never, I'll be perfectly honest with you, I never... I think I unlocked, I don't know how many cups there are, is it six or eight, something like that, whatever it is. Um, I think I maybe only completed two cups, but what I used to do back in the day was just, I think it was Cooper Trooper, because he was probably easiest to control. I just used to do the the, the, the time trial thing yeah. and see, see, playing, see racing against yourself it is brilliant, absolutely fantastic. That's it, because yeah. you know you know that the person in front is you, so you think, well, I've just done that, so surely I can do it. And it's it's epic, absolutely epic. Um, so, I mean, I would pick that game because it's, it's again, it's absolutely timeless. I mean, you've got, I don't know how many courses, I don't know, 20, 30 courses. It would just be an infinite sort of amount and playability factor in a game like that. 
constantly just trying to constantly beat it. Um, I mean, I'm again, I'm crap when it comes to a game like that. But uh, you know, there's so many there's shortcuts. You know, it just it's like an infinite. You, you could never. It's not like I don't know. I'm trying to think, it's just you know, you, there's hundreds of different things you can do. You can jump, you can do turbos. You would always, always be able to keep chipping away at your time. Um, so yeah, time trial on, on the Super Nintendo on Super Mario Kart. That would be my, that would be my second game. I think I have, I have at least uh, played that one only, only recently. Um, everybody on my feed, like on Facebook and YouTube, are talking about Mario Kart Eight, and I was like, oh, I'm missing out. So I went and. Um, Got Mario Kart, the original one on emulator. I started playing that, and yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad I did. It's I love my racing games anyway. <laughs> and you mentioned, that, sorry, no, I was going to say it's actually. I mean, my, my little girl and I, we were playing it. We were playing a couple of days ago, and it's a, uh, it, it still stands up really well. I mean, considering it's a sprite based game, you know, none of the polygons and that kind of stuff. It's a sprite based game. It still holds up really, really well. Yeah, you know, uh, timeless. You were mentioning the you you you're racing against yourself, trying to beat your times. Yes, <coughs> excuse me, that's what I like. Uh, one of my favourite games is Forza Horizon. Next, uh, ah, I think you were you were mentioning that you were talking yeah. about that. But, um, all, all, all your kind of Xbox friends that um, that have got that game, they, their laps come up, their, their ghost cars come up, so you can ah, actually so you can race. I love doing that. So you, once you finish a particular race against the computer, it'll say now you can race against your friends. They choose one of your friends to race against their ghost car, and I love all that. Try to beat their times. <laughs> but, so it'll chuckle. Oh yes. Yes, I just beat Smooth MG. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> there's, there's another game. Uh, what's it called? Tri- Trials on the Xbox 360. I've seen this game. I've not played it. Have you never played it? It's brilliant. You should go go get it. It's really. It's basically. I don't know if you're. You'll be. You'll probably be too young to remember this one. Kickstart. And this I, do, is I do remember it actually. I had, I had it for. The, I had it for the Atari. Brilliant, yeah. and then there was Kickstart too. Yeah. Um, it's basically Kickstart for the 360. Oh, um, I mean, it's brutally hard again, but again, it's such a it's such a simple simple controls. I mean, you've got your your accelerator, you've got your brake, um, and then you use the left stick to kind of move the rider back or forwards, and that will obviously affect whether you do can you go up in one wheel and that kind of stuff. But it's a brilliant game, but again, it's savagely hard in some of the courses. I mean, it's it's one of these games. What what I love about it is, you can uh, when you fall off, you press is R two whatever it is, and you instantly just you, in each course it's maybe got I don't know five or six checkpoints. So if you come off, you know, press F two, boom, and you're you're instantly back in it because one of my pet hates in games is, um, you know, die. Click, you know, restart, and it loads, load, 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 load. die. Click, yeah. restart, load, 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 load. This one's just bang, boom, bang, boom. Oh, you're yeah. in there right away. But what's brilliant is, again, you you can see, uh, you can actually see your your uh, your friends on the Xbox 360 Live sort of ghost riders in front of you type thing. And there's other ones like challenges where you've got to try and, uh, if you imagine like, a big giant sort of football and the motorbike is balanced on top of the ball, and you're trying to kind of navigate as far as you can, and you, you know, you'll get like to 33 metres, and you'll see Joe Bloggs, you know, hey, I've just passed his mark, so you can see the wee marks along the course, kind of how, how far each person's got, but it's brilliant. Uh, that's cool, I like all that stuff. In, in fact, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm rabbing on here I again, know, but okay. the, the first game that I ever played that had that feature, a kind of ghost mode, it was on the C64, and it was called, what the hell was it called? Uh, <laughs> if it's called Hess Games H E S, I think it stands for Human Engineer Software. Um, 
<laughs> I'm sounding like a bloody historian here, and it was released. <laughs> it was released by Americana, right. which is part of the US Gold. It was an American game released under Hess Games, and it came out in the, in Britain under the Americana software. And uh, basically, it was to you and I, Daily Thompson's Decathlon. But you could play. You could just play against yourself. And I love absolutely love joystick wagglers. Um, love them to bits. Oh, damn, I just I just thought you when I want to change my, my game here. I might need to know? change it. I'm just I'm just reminding myself of a game here. Who um, know? Who know? We don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so who knows? That's, that's gonna be number. That's gonna be number eight. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you could do do the hundred meters. And what I used to do is you would waggle on the joystick, and I would I would just kind of take it nice and easy, and you know, fourteen seconds. Then it would restart with your ghost and go, and then you'd be racing them again, and you would just put a bit more effort in, so you would win 13 and a half seconds. And I would just keep chipping away at guys like that. To the, it got to the point you were doing it like nine seconds, and you're frantically going. And what I would maybe do is I would waggle the joystick really fast, so you'd, you'd be run really quick, then I'd slow it up, then I'd go really, really fast for the last 10 meters, and then I would race against him, so I'd be anticipating what he was going to do. But it was brilliant. I mean, that, that one event I played and played and played and played, so that was the first time. I ever got to know, you know, about the ghost mode, and then obviously Mario Kart came along, and obviously most of the kind of the current sort of race games, I think they've got sort of something similar. Yeah. But did you did you actually read? I'm changing the subject to be a bit here, uh, John. Did you read on the internet? It was a few months ago. It was, I think it was on Facebook and that kind of stuff. There was actually a a boy um, back in the day. I don't know what age he was now, but I think he was about nine or ten. His his dad got him. A, I think it was a PS2, and. Uh, they played, in fact, I think it was an Xbox, they played Project Gotham, and uh, his, uh, his, him and his dad used to play as Project Gotham all the time, and it saves this sort of ghost mode thing, yeah. and uh, very, very sadly, his dad had, actually had passed away, uh, and, uh, yeah. I, and he, it was just fairly recently, he brought the, the guy brought the, the thing down from the loft, and he fired up like Project Gotham, and it was his dad's like, recorded lap on yeah. this, this track, and he said it just, it was... <laughs> this was his dad playing the game, and he says that he couldn't bring himself to ever beat it. Like you know, it's quite a, it's quite a, a unique sort of. Uh, yeah, it's bizarre. Isn't it? uh, it's, it's, I know. Literally, is it ghost car? Yeah. <laughs> Aye, yeah. I know, I know. Wow. Mental. Anyway, that's uh, yeah. changing the subject slightly, yeah. but. Uh, Before we go into game three, which I will do soon, I just remembered the thing I forgot earlier on. So I'm just going to. You mentioned Galaxian. Mm. I can't remember what context you. Mentioned it, but anyway, you mentioned Galaxian. That's I done a gameplay of that recently, actually. Galaxian. Um, I done a I do this um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Throwback Thursday, and basically I I pick a game from a certain year, and then I'll talk about you know kind of culture that was happening at that particular time. So like what was in the charts, what films were out, <laughs> and all that. So yeah, that was, that was the last one I done. Uh, or, the one before I can't remember Galaxian from 1979 and it was like what was in the charts when the Galaxian was out madness you know one step oh brilliant that's my, that's my music guy uh, <laughs> yeah so I'll really can I tell it. you I'm, I'm really really impressed with your, your knowledge you you called it Galaxian which is correct because people call it Galaxians and it's not it's not Galaxians Galaxian is your ship people think Galaxians they call it Galaxians thinking the baddies are the Galaxians you are the Galaxian at last, there I'd, you go. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I knew something. <laughs> See, I do know. So I do yeah, know I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did a lot. I, I, I mean, I played that game for a, a few days. Practicing and, again, it's know. brutally hard. Top really tip for a, a good score: don't just keep blasting away. Just don't shoot until they come down, and just wait for them and pick them off. Yeah, it's I still just, brutally hard, like, but it's a great game. 
shoot 'em ups in, in back in those days when notoriously notorious, notoriously hard. Oh I, I know. That was on that was on my list of A games but I had to it sadly got taken off. Oh dear. Oh well at least at least it still got a mention. Right. What's game three then? Oh, game number three, um is a rather famous puzzle game on Nintendo Game Boy and it's called Tetris. Uh, um, a Desert Island game's favourite. Oh, what can you say? It's it's infinite. Yeah, absolutely infinite. Um, there's not much to say about it. It's such a a brilliant game. I was actually very lucky. One of my mates, uh, he does, uh, he's writing. He, he he mods Game Boys, Game Boy Advances. I mean, he's in fact he was he was at a, he was at a, a, a show, a club recently, and showing you know, these things off. He's he's the, probably one of the best Game Boy modders there is. Um, in the country, um, Joe Heaton, his name is, and uh, he 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 modded. Well, I, I bought I bought a Game Boy and I got it sent to uh, to Joe, and he put a, a back screen thing on it, a backlight, and it's just it's brought this thing back to life again. But I was actually playing I was playing Tetris about two three weeks ago, and you know before I knew it was like I think I I had a bath, came out of the bath. I thought it was eleven o'clock. Get have a quick game of Tetris before I go to my bed, and before I knew it was like one o'clock in the morning. You know it's. <laughs> Infinite. I'm not again. I'm not very good. I can't remember what my high score was. Maybe two hundred thousand late. But I mean, I used to back in the day. I used to ramp it up right to level nine to be, to start the game off. But it's just such an iconic game, and it's it's, yeah. it's timeless. Absolutely timeless game. Actually, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, I've not got a Game Boy. But I've got a Game Boy Advance. But um, Chris Ashanks, uh, when I went to Blackpool, he gave me a couple of Game Boy games to get me started, and that was one of the ones he gave me. Was that one of them? Brilliant. Tetris, Tetris, and golf. So that's the one. Golf, golf, another great game. Yeah. Yeah, the original Nintendo Golf and the Game Boy. That's a classic. We used to play that linked up. You could connect two Game Boys together. But interesting. Talking about Tetris, I actually watched the guy on, on the YouTube, and it wasn't me, unfortunately. But he got the perfect score in Tetris, starting for level nine. He got, I mean, a Tetris is where you get four lines in a winner, and he just four lines, four lines, four lines, four lines, four lines, and I think it eventually loops over. It loops over. I think once it gets to a thousand lines, your your score goes to zero after is it nine 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 whatever it is nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. It goes back. It loops back again. But I think when you get to a thousand lines, the game stops. And this guy go four te- Tetris, 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 right up to up to a thousand lines. Absolutely mental. Is I'm I'm crap at games like that. I've just, my brain's not really compatible with them. Twenty games, yeah. I mean, uh, you've probably seen you've probably seen things on the internet about it. You're you're walking along and you you, you see like a brick wall and suddenly it turns into a, a Tetris brick and you think, how how could that how could that fit in that little space? Well, if I take it down yeah. here and turn it round and <laughs> yeah, and of course who can men we can not mention the tune. Oh Absolutely yeah, iconic. Go on, mention it. <laughs> Ding 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 There's your there's your promo clip right there. Join me, Meister, on Desert Island Games tonight Monday. Brilliant. Classic game. Brilliant. I've got to say it's got to be played in the Game Boy. I mean I've played it on you know, meme and all this kind of stuff, but it's the game. The Game Boy was made for meme. Hey, the Game Boy was made for Tetris. Indeed, no question. In fact, I actually thought that the Game Boy was the original Tetris, but apparently it was out in the PC and the Amiga and that beforehand. But you know, it was a stroke of genius with Nintendo packaging the Nintendo Game Boy with Tetris because the thing is, it was a unique game that it's the only game that I've known girls to actually play. 
Wow. You know, so yeah, I don't know, don't know what that is about it, but yeah. I wish I had one pence for every uh, copy of Tetris that had been sold. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's, you're, right, you're right, there's not really much more you can say about Tetris. Is there? a yeah. If you've not played Tetris, then there's something seriously wrong. Go and, yeah. go and play it. I know, I know. I'm actually sat, I'm, I'm sat in my games room and I'm looking at my... I've uh, been making these little bead art things and I've got a... Uh, obviously they're all pixelated and I, I'm talking about Tetris. I can see the Tetris blocks falling into spaces. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Yeah, Chris Shank does those um, bead fins as well. They're, they're actually, I actually made one uh, yesterday. I did the, the little uh, mission, uh, impossible mission in the C sixty four with a wee robot with a wee laser thing coming out of it. Cool. So it looks not too bad. Looks not too bad. Excellent. So um, let's go on to game number four then. Right, game number four. <coughs> excuse me, is a, a Grand Theft Auto game, and it's Grand Yay. Theft Auto number. <laughs> Five now again. I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. I'm ashamed to say that I've, I've not played it that much. Um, you know, I've, I'm terrible at buying a game and then playing it for a wee while and then getting to bit and, oh, and then I end up getting diverted onto something else. But I've you know the, the when I have played Grand Theft Auto Five, it's I don't follow I don't follow missions or any of that nonsense. I just basically hire a car and hire steal a car or whatever it is and drive up a mountain and you know take it to the sea and get eaten by a shark and uh, I mean I've I've watched I've watched the uh, various YouTube's uh, videos of it getting played and it astounds me that you know is that all in this one game? That's it's amazing. like just it's mental. I mean I was watching what was I watching? I was watching a YouTube video the other day there and it was basically uh, it was. I've never played it online. I'm not really a big online player, um, but there was all these guys who were playing it online, and they had all these buses lined up, and they were basically trying to jump over the buses like evil, can evil style. And there was guys in mopeds, and there was guys in bikes, and there was a guy in a tank, and there was a guy in buses, and it was just like this is absolutely incredible. The the things that you can do in it are phenomenal. You know, you can, you can ah, you can climb up mountains. You can, uh, I, I think you can. Well, you can fly planes. Can you hand glide and that kind of stuff? It's just yeah. the, the reason I would take that would be because I'm trapped on my desert island. You know, I'd want to escape from my desert island for a wee while uh, and go to New York and go for a swim in the sea and you know go to a casino and get involved in a fight. You know, it's it's oh. it's it's probably the most sandboxed game, if that's the right word to say, um, that's available. It's an absolutely phenomenal game. I mean, what game, What other game is it, can you, I mean, you, you look at other games and you might see like mountains in the background, like, it's just fine, it's scenery, but what other game Aye. can you actually go to that mountain and climb it, you know? It's I know, amazing. I know. The only, the only other game that I would say, that I probably played more and it was similar to, to that, but, you know, was uh, Crackdown on the Xbox 360. I loved that game. It was kind of similar. I mean, you couldn't do as many things. You couldn't hire a, you know, you couldn't steal a tank. But it was very, it was the same from the point of view when it starts off. You just see the this whole kind of city, all that we like sparkling, like the big fairground lights and all that. And basically, you can go anywhere in that. Anything that you see, you can actually go to it. And this game allowed you, you know, you could. Uh, once you build up your power, you can pick up a car and throw it off people and kick tanks and kick buses and just you can do whatever you want but yeah Grand Theft Auto 5 t- I mean you know I, I'm such an old father I mean I, I still I still get um, knocked out I think when, when I you know I don't know Manic Minor I think 
how 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 can somebody write my name like that? How how can you actually do that? You know, I, I understand you can create a sprite and you can move that, but how do you get it to do this? Yeah. I couldn't even begin to fic- to fathom how people can program Grand Theft Auto Five. It's just mind blowing, absolutely yes. mind blowing. Absolutely it's, love it. You know, in fact, I mean that that is a game I'm going to be definitely getting the, on the the PS4. I know it's yes, probably well. quite similar, but. I just think I've seen the I've seen pictures of it on the PS4 and it's like wow. There's not uh, I mean I've got it for PS3s, you know, but and there's enough about this new version of it that's that that's making me want to get it. Is mm. the, graphic, the graphics are going to be amazing? Like even just looking at blades of grass in the game, like falling about, and like, there's there's extra missions and there's extra stuff you can do, and you can go online and do things like that. I just so you a big fan of fan of it in yourself, John? Yeah, yeah, aye, definitely. I was graphics thought was my favourite series of games. Aye. Um, did I not get you? Uh, you you know what to get uh, back in it after seeing my. Um, my, my recent video when I was, was in the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to start playing Grand Theft Auto Five now. <laughs> was that was that team for the PS3 version? No, that was that was. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, PS3 that, version. Yeah. I mean, that is mental. I mean, it was like it was pretty realistic, wasn't it? That is, uh, I'm not. I'm not that far into the game. You need to you need to send me your save by email or something. I <laughs> did. <laughs> my, my, my password over there. Absolutely staggered. It's it's basically I mean I'll not spoil it you've you not been there yet but basically one of the characters uh, he ends up owning the strip club so that's where his safe house is ah so that's why when I was doing that pickup video and they had that in the background that was him just kind of waking up and like <laughs> wandering in, wandering into the strip club that's your excuse and you're stung to <laughs> definitely yeah I mean you see later on that video I moved away from it. <laughs> yeah, I mean you... I did I did play uh, the I must admit I, I, I never. I never played the original Grand Theft Auto, the sort of top-down version. I never tried that. Uh, and then the original Grand was it Grand Theft Auto? What was it? Three was that the first, the first, yeah. the first 3D one? Uh, my mate played that a lot. I think it was the PlayStation Two, and I kind of tried it, but again, I got I I kind of get quite easily distracted with games, and so I played it for a wee bit, and you know I couldn't get past a mission. I kind of lost touch with. It. But then when when Grand Theft Auto was it the, the Vice City, I loved that. I mean, I don't know, I probably didn't get very far into it, the but because I'm an 80s, yeah. an 80s guy, I was a teenager in the 80s, the music, the fashion was brilliant, I loved that. It's, it's probably my favourite Grand Theft Auto um, game, just for the atmosphere, but, yeah. you know, Grand Theft Auto 5, a shadow of doubt, um, is awesome. I mean, it's the Grand Theft Auto 4 looked nice, but it didn't run, it, it was a bit slow kind of thing, the frame rate wasn't particularly great, but how they've how they've managed to get Granted Total Five running the way they have is just to me is mind blowing. I know a lot of a lot of my mates who are complete sort of PC snobs, you know, they look down their nose at consoles. Oh, PS4, that's like you know eight year old technology and PCs and that kind of nonsense. But they can't wait to get. I think I think it's going to it's going to look incredible on a on a PC. Yeah, I'm definitely involved in it. But yeah, cracking game. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, I well, actually, I've got a video. I made a video. Uh, was I can't remember. It was probably back in the last year. Uh, not not that long after I got Grand Theft Auto Five, and uh, uh, I got attacked with a shark. As you mentioned earlier on, so mm-hmm. I went, I went and recreated it, uh, and so I could get it on video. And it's actually, it probably accounts for almost half of my channel views. I've got. 11,000, I'm looking at this now, 11,489 views right? on this three minute video of me getting eaten by a shark. That is mental, eh? It's, I don't know, <laughs> if you actually, if you, if you type in GTA 5 shark, it goes up in like the top 10. <laughs> it's got <laughs> actually thought of videos. Like, 
I don't know how if I had monetized that video. <laughs> <laughs> it's bizarre. I mean, I think I think my most popular video is my uh, my hardware look at off my again my mate Joe Heaton. He fitted uh, a backlight to my, my my Game Boy Advance, the original Game Boy Advance. Um, and that seems to have had the most uh, views as well. So, hi, it's bizarre sometimes. It's really, I don't, I don't understand it because I, I think I just got the timing right because Grand Theft Auto Five was not worn out at the time, I suppose, when I mm-hmm. done this. So I think if I done it now, it'd be like ten views. My, my previous video was about twenty views, so to get eleven thousand and a dollar and a half thousand is mental. <laughs> That's the thing I think about. I mean, like when you look at, I mean, I think in fact, I think you're, you think you're about. Ten subs more than me, you know. We're very kind of equal kind yeah. on subs. Um, when you look at like you know some of these American guys, whatever, and, you know, ten million and that kind of nonsense. But if 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 you and I were knocking out videos all day of the the latest uh, Call of Duty or yeah. you know current games, your your subscribers would your views would go through the roof yeah. because people, you know. But I, I'm not interested in looking at Assassin's Creed or whatever it is, you know, yeah, my, my hobby is older games and that's where I'm going to stick to sort of thing. So, I mean, uh, <laughs> when you're doing a video of uh, Dynamite Dan in the Spectrum, yeah. <laughs> 99% of YouTubers aren't even remotely interested in it. So we're never going to be in the same size and that doesn't, I mean, I think you, if you're if you're in this, this uh, YouTube um, carry on to try and you know, get money or become famous or whatever, then you're 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 going down the wrong down the wrong route. You'd be better off looking at pop music or films or something yeah. or Star Wars. You know what I mean? That's how I start. I'll be honest. That's how I started. I've said it before. I, I didn't I didn't want no. I mean, I didn't start it because I wanted to be famous or have a lot of money. I just wanted to do that something like that for a living because it's something rather than just dealing with people's pensions every day and like like really <laughs> I've got to do this for the rest of my life. I want to do something like. That involves my hobby, you know what I mean. So oh, the thing, the thing about YouTube, yeah. at the end of the day, you're it's a, you're effectively like, it's like a yeah. TV channel of sorts that you're yeah. in complete control of, you know. Yeah, I mean that that only that outlook I had of it was only in the start. As soon as I, yeah. was, I, mean, I didn't even know there was a community. This community was even there. As soon yeah. as I got to know them, I was like, I saw that. I just wanted to get to know these guys and enjoy myself. <laughs> you know? That's right, you know. Anything else you can say is a bonus. <laughs> Absolutely, no, I know. Anyway, um, Grand Theft Auto and YouTube, I could probably talk about all night, and we need to move on to that game. Game six, yeah. awesome game. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you can you can just imagine these guys when they when they say, "Hey, uh, well, well done, guys. We've, we've sold twenty million. Right now, we've got Grand Theft Auto six to do. Any ideas? <laughs> like, we'll we'll put everything into the last one. <laughs> I mean, where do you? Where, I, I wouldn't even. I couldn't even fathom. How you I go about creating a game like that? I don't know where they can go from that. It's like how how much better can you make it? Aye, ah, it's just yeah. it's mind blowing, absolutely mind blowing. Indeed. And it's uh, was it was made in Scotland as well. Um, well, the Rockstar's based in Dundee. I don't know if That's this is where they've actually done it. Yeah, maybe it will have been. Yeah. So all these guys, English guys, will be delighted that we didn't get it because they have to pay import tax if they want to buy Grand Theft Auto Six. Oh, that's independence. I'll be glad to see the back of this. Oh, we'll, we'll not go into that. Yeah, I know, I know. Yes, game six. <laughs> Next. Next. Hey, game number six. Uh, this is one I, I completely forgotten all about. And I thought, oh, bloody hell, is uh, sensible soccer. You made a mistake there. This this podcast is going to go to midnight now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll carry on. Now, I'm I'm Scottish. 
but I'm not a football fan. I'm, uh, you know, I watch. <laughs> I've not watched football for years. I was going to say I watch Scotland play, so I've not probably watched football for quite a long time. But I'm not. I'm not an. I'm not into club football or anything. I don't support Celtic or Rangers or anything like that. Uh, it's just it's just that support that really doesn't. I don't. Doesn't. I don't. Doesn't hold any interest for me at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, when computers first came out, you know, yeah, it's bizarre. You can not like a, a something in real life, but when a computer version, like you know, case in point, international soccer, that was my very first game. I got my Commodore sixty four, loved it to bits, uh, and then obviously there was these other versions. The football came out. You had, you had actual soccer um, on the yeah. PS one, I think it was, and PC. and uh, PC. Yeah. Then uh, there was various other ones. You know, international um, pro evolution soccer, FIFA Stryker. soccer. Striker, um, do you remember Striker? Striker, that's yeah. right. I actually, bought Striker on the on the on the SNES. Yeah. Um, by Rage Software, I think it was. And you had the, the yeah. five-a-side, uh, the five-a-side football option as well. well that was uh, quite a good game. But all that changed when uh, I got Amiga Power uh, magazine, and there was a disc with this thing called Sensible Soccer. I'm like, oh, look at the graphics. <laughs> There's shit. Put it on, and I remember playing it for ten minutes. I'm thinking, this is amazing. So. Uh, now, I would I would be lying if I said I then rushed out and bought it. What I did was I jumped and uh, once a few weeks later I dashed through to Ingleson Market and bought it for five pounds. Ingleson um, <laughs> Market not been here for years. <laughs> well, it's now closed down. I could I could talk oh. on it about Ingleson Market, oh. but anyway, yeah. So I I got uh, I I bought um, Sensible Soccer, and you know me and my, my mate we just. This was the best game ever. I mean, it's just it's such a fluent game. Anybody can pick it up. I mean, it's really it's really got nothing in common with football. You know, I mean, you compare sensible soccer with like FIFA, whatever it is we're up to now, FIFA fifteen or something. It's really nothing like soccer, but it's just such a it's intuitive with a joystick. You know, this was all done in a joystick with one fire button. For God's sake, you know, you could vary how hard you kicked the ball, whether you kicked it up or down, volley it. Head in it, you know. After, I mean, after fact, touch was what they did. Oh, touch, absolutely. Yeah. And you're, in, I mean, there's, there's nothing bend, bending a ball from halfway in the top corner never gets tiring, you know. It's just yeah. a, it's an awesome game. In fact, one of my mates uh, back in the day, a guy I used to work with, what we used to do is we set up a league and I would, I would take the disc home and uh, I think I was Partick Thistle. Don't, in fact, my, my sister used to fancy Alan Ruff. Ex Scotland goalkeeper, she used to fancy him when he played in the World Cup 1987, eh, 1988, 78. Sorry, so anyway, I supported Partick Thistle because he played, he played for Partick Thistle. But anyway, so I was Partick Thistle and I would play my game, save it on disc. I don't know what he was, uh, he was Hibs actually. I would take the disc into, into, into work, he would take it away, play one or two games, how many games. So we just basically we did like play by mail and sensible soccer. But you know, my, one of my mates used to come up to my house. And I kid, you know, it used to be like, you know, three or four, three or four o'clock, o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh, we better me finish up now, sort of thing. But it's just a, it's a bloody awesome game. Absolutely awesome. Um, the, the, the very first version that came out, the goalkeepers could be quite easily beat. Then they quickly revised it. It was a version 1.1, I think it was. Um, they made the, goal, the goalkeepers much better. They probably that's my favourite version. And it's got, this has got to be in the Amiga, by the way. None of this uh, yeah. PC or Xbox 360 nonsense. But then they later brought out World of Sensible Soccer, which is uh, it had thousands and thousands of teams. In fact, I think one of the, the one of the things I loved about Sensible Soccer is it didn't take itself too seriously because you know you could play uh, Chinese takeaways versus uh, soaps. You know. <laughs> 
Coronation Street's on the ball. EastEnders is still scored with Ivan Heather. <laughs> Chicken Chow Mein's been taken off injured. <laughs> He's off the menu. <laughs> yeah. There was a Gamesmaster team as well. There was, there was yeah. that's right. And one of my mates, uh, I've not seen him for years, uh, he, he used to be in because he used to play for Aloha. He was the captain of Aloha. Doogie Laurie and he was in it he, he always thought this was great his name appeared in it but uh, yeah so they brought out World of Sensible Soccer which obviously added a management aspect it's a lot 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 harder than the, the original Sensible Soccer but because of that I would go f- I would go for World of Sensible Soccer because again it's such an open-ended game and uh, chances are it would uh, it would see me out you know I mean I would be long dead before I ever got to got to the Premiership or whatever it, whatever it was you know but classic the thing I like about sensible soccer or sensible world of soccer is the fact that you don't have, you don't pick a difficulty level. You just it's difficult. You, you could difficult. You, you can play as Allo against Manchester Manchester United. Aye. That's your difficulty. You don't need Aye. to be easy, hard, or very hard or professional. That's right. You're, you're, if you went Allo against Manchester United, you knew you were in for a hard game because Allo was slow as treacle. We couldn't control. And the then ball. if you wanted to vary, you could say, well, I'll go as a uh, well, Man City, whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're kind of evenly matched, but yeah, it's such, it's such a great game. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Actually, then the, still, the replays as well. The replays, they were fantastic uh, as well. Still play it to this day. I've got it. They, yeah, the, I've, I've, I've not played it for a wee while, I must admit, but I'll need, I'll need to get back into it again. I must admit, I was over the moon uh, when when Codemasters released it on the Xbox 360. That's the version I've got. Is that the version you play? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, I, and actually, I can't all it, I just find it too difficult. Here's a request to anybody that's got Sensible World of Soccer on Xbox, please allow me to play you online at it and let me beat you 5 nothing. because <laughs> I'm one achievement away from completing the Swiss achie- achievements and that's the only one I can't get, beat somebody oh. online 5 nothing. and there's nobody was, even online now. So it's like, I was going to say that, uh, is it actually still, can you still play it online? Yeah. Right. Can you? Yeah. Right, uh, I was going to say I could, I could do that but I don't actually have a live account for Xbox anymore. Yeah, I, yeah. I, true, true enough, I've not. Uh, I've, I've just cancelled mine as well, and that's that's a good point. But I'll, I'll, I'll actually renew it for one month if somebody will give me a membership. Don't you get me in the membership, John? I'll be happy that you beat me five nothing. <laughs> yeah, love it. <laughs> right, all your choices here, but um, we're moving on to is it number seven now? Number seven. Where are we? I'm actually, I've, I've put my paper over the, the laptop. I think it's really bright. Hey, right, okay. The next game is uh, one of my top top games of all time. It's Resident Evil 4 on the GameCube or the Wii. I have to say, I've played it in both. Um, now, I'm, I, I, enjoy, uh, I enjoy horror games, survival horror games, but I tend to shit myself a bit too easily. So <laughs> some of the more recent games, I mean, uh, I know Monkey Spies, he did a, a, a review of, or not a review, a playthrough of uh, Outcast. Which basically you play the part Out, of our, Outlast, our, I think. Outlast, uh, Outcast, yeah. Outlast, that's yeah. right. And uh, I, I just, it freaked me out too much. I'm like, ah, I'm not playing this, this is stupid sort of thing. You know, so, I've, got, uh, I've got that game, but I've not played it yet. I keep meaning it's, to play it. It's, yeah, you don't even have to bother putting the lights off or any of that kind of nonsense. It's a, it's a scary game. And it, I'll, not, I'll not spoil it for you, but you, you probably know you can't kill anything. You can't, you don't get a gun or anything. Right. It's all about hiding and running away, so. That's, so that's, you're running in a corridor and you turn around and you're suddenly chasing you're like oh fuck that's how to do life anyway so that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah absolutely brilliant game just t- talking to survival horror have, have you tried have you got a Playstation 4 by any chance yes you do have you tried the, the PT download 
No, I don't think I have. It's oh. nice. I have downloaded it last, but I don't... I'm have you heard of PT? I don't, I haven't. Well, down, download PT. If you like scary games, download PT. It's actually, it's, it's a pilot. Pilot. I don't know what it stands for. Pilot, something, whatever it is. It's basically, it's a teaser for the new, uh, Res- uh, not Resident Evil, uh, Silent Hill. There's a Silent Hill coming into PS4, and this this is just a little teaser, and <laughs> it, it sounds rubbish. Basically, you, you appear, but well, you appear in this room. You're obviously lying on the floor. And you get up, and you go through a door, and there's a you're in a house, an old house, and you walk along the corridor, and the corridor turns to the right, and on the right there's a door, and you keep walking, then you go through a door, then you appear back at the start again. So you just walk around this corridor continually. But each time you walk through the corridor, something else happens. Right. You know, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but you know, there's a door on the right, and and the more you the more you keep going, you keep going. You can't you can't run, you can't pick up anything. All you can do is I think you press press down in the left uh, joint, left thumbstick, and you can you, you zoom in, looking at something close up. And um, that's all you can do. All you can do is look at something, but it'll, you'll get the complete shitters. <laughs> I must Download do that. it. It's I must great. Because actually, I've had my PS4 since launch, and I've, I'll be honest, I've barely had it on. It's, yeah, it's I'm, I'm the same. I'm absolutely the same. I think it's, I'm just. I think we're just waiting for prices of games to go down because I can't afford to buy a sixty-pound game to on. If you know. I, well, I, I bought. What did, in fact, I'm not going to talk. That's another game that I've, uh, I've got on my list. But yeah, I'm, I'm completely going off. What was the game I was talking about? Resident, Resident Evil 4. 4. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm not a big uh, horror fan. Um, I, like like most people, I played the original Resident Evil. Uh, never quite completed it. I mean, you've got the the sort of the you've got the resource management aspect. You know, you got to pick up. You've only you can only carry like eight things. So you've got to pick up like a green herb and a blue herb and all this kind of nonsense. So I never quite completed it. The the second one I got, and again, I, I never that was even hard. I never got anywhere. But so I, I kind of buy. I, I kept get. I kept buying them, but never really played them. But then I. Uh, I read a review of uh, Resident Evil 4 and this, you know, this looked amazing. Oh, I'll get that. I'll probably not play it, but I'll buy it anyway. And I bought it and it just blew my way. I mean, uh, are you familiar with the Resident Evil 4? No, I'm not, I'm afraid. At all. It's, it's basically, you take, I think you're in, you're in a, you've got to rescue, uh, what are you trying to rescue? You're trying to, is it the president's daughter, whatever it is? Or you, you do rescue her, but you've got to try and escape with the president's door. But yeah, it's, it all takes place in a sort of Spanish um, sort of like village, and it's just like villagers with pick forks and. Uh, but the actual atmosphere—I mean, the, the guys like the, at the very start—you you know, the guy goes in the house, and you can see this guy stoking the fire, and he says, hey, "Hello, excuse me," and the guy just ignores him. He goes, "Excuse me." And the guy turns round and you can, although he's like, he looks normal, you can tell his eyes are kind of dead and glazed over and it's like, fuck. So it's like human beings, but they're sort of, they're not quite zombies, but they're just like, you know, they're like, yeah. it's like uh, 28 days later sort of thing. These, these things want to come and get you. But the atmosphere is phenomenal. Uh, there's a guy, <laughs> there's a guy with a bloody sack over his head with a chainsaw and <laughs> you know it's just like, it's terif- absolutely terrifying and then you go into like it's almost like a kind of church level and there's these like monks with painted faces and you know they're, they're swinging like a, a, a big ball in a chain and they're sort of chanting and they've got like there's like sort of satanic things appearing it's, it's, it puts the complete shitters up you but it's such a phenomenal game and it, it's a, it, when I when I started playing it I just 
I kept returning to it and I mean I was addicted to it until I completed it and when I think back I mean it, it's absolutely epic there's so many levels all in different sort of there's like graveyards there's villages there's like sort of you're in water you get attacked with monsters in the water and it's you know there's the wind and the rain and and you know you're you're you're, you're kind of climbing up ladders to get away from people and then you just hear a and you look down there's a guy with a bloody chainsaw climbing up a ladder and it's like fucking hell it's just it's sheer panic it's absolute panic but what makes it terrifying is they don't run they just kind of walk they can he walk to orgy with the flaming torches and the pickforks ready to get you and like, I have a chainsaw and it's just it's <laughs> the, the atmosphere is phenomenal. There's rabid dogs, you're in hooses. It's an amazing game. I mean it's 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 absolutely up there with my top five video games of all time. I've played it. I bought it in the GameCube, completed it, played it on the Wii. Um I'd probably say the Wii is better because you've got the, the motion control so to point, you just use the, the, the Wii, uh, Wii remote type thing to kind of aim it. Um, once I completed it, I mean, I've I've, uh, I've modded my Wii U, so I was able to copy the disc onto the Wii U, um, and there's like cheats you can put on, so I was able to play it again with infinite energy. In fact, I was talking about that in my waffle the other day. I, was, I played through it for a third time, just with infinite guns and that, and it's, it's, it's a phenomenal game. The atmosphere is just mind-blowing. I might get it for PlayStation 2. I know it's, I'm just looking through the, for the platforms. Oh, it's brilliant. Honestly, if you would, if you, yeah, I mean, I, you couldn't not enjoy it. You, you could actually, not enjoy you can, it. Uh, you, you can actually get it on Xbox Live as well. You can. In fact, I've got, you know what, I've actually got that. I don't, I think I, I bought that. Um, I think it's kind of an HD sort of remake type thing, but it's an absolute astonishing game. If you've never played it, then go out and get it. You'll get it. You'll get it for peanuts. But I would say that there's there's very little to choose between the different versions. The Wii, the Wii is probably slightly easier just because you've got the. Uh, I mean, Resident Evil has always been slagged off for the clunky controls. It's like controlling a tank. You know, left makes you turn in the spot, and pushing forward makes you walk sort of thing. But uh, it's a, a phenomenal the atmosphere. It's just absolutely phenomenal. The fact that I've, I mean, when I when I hear people saying. Oh, I've played through Grand Theft Auto four times. You're like, what? How, how can you possibly want to play through a game again? But I've played through Grand Theft. I've I've played through Resident Evil four. I think three times. Yeah, absolutely awesome game. I, I would quite happily play through Grand Theft Auto games over and over again. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, you've you've sold Resident Evil four to me. I'm yeah, definitely go and get it, John. You'll you'll not you'll not regret it. Do you not think I should play the other ones first? Because I've not even played the first. The uh, nah, they're, they're different games. Right. I mean, other than have similar characters, they're all standalone games. I mean, this is set on a different island completely. So, nah, you're not. You wouldn't. I mean, you could quite easily play Resident Evil Four if you enjoy that. Then see, well, you know. I mean, it, I, I don't know. Yeah, they're all they're all good games. I know they're late. I, I did the. I got the, the the latest one, Resident Evil Six. I think it was uh, quite cheap. And I played it for a wee while, and I thought, nah, this is shite. It's just cutscene after cutscene, and it's what what's it called again? Where you, it'll like you know, you a, a car will be coming racing towards you. Then it'll see the, the wee X flashes, and you got is it? So it's like a almost like a mini game. T- timing was it yeah. a timing event type thing? You got to press yeah. X at the right time. It's got far Aye. too many of these, and I thought, ah, that's not that's not gameplay. Gameplay is about moving left and moving right and pressing fire button. This is all about you know, you got to press X at the right time to make you know to. 
make the make him do a roll or something to avoid getting hit with the car. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Resident Evil Six isn't it great. Um, never tried Resident Evil Five, almost although I do actually have a copy of it. Got that quite cheap again. Um, but yeah, number four's awesome, absolutely awesome. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's definitely something I'll need to pick up. I might get an Xbox Live because my my PlayStation Two is uh, upstairs in the room I'm in now, and I, uh, I can never be bored from it. <laughs> Yeah. I can, I can, I used to get my, do my PS2 gameplay uh, through a DVD recorder. Right. But it's too much hassle getting on the DVD and then on the computer. So uh, the last couple of times I've just pointed it at the screen. So I don't come up here very often to play my PS2. So I'll get it on Xbox Live. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Yeah, and go for it. And let, me, let me know what you think. Yeah. I will. Great. So we're <clears> on to <throat> game number eight uh, to finish us up. Yeah. Hey, that's game number Game number seven, I think it is. I mean, we're moving on to game number eight, is what I mean. No, no, I've got no, I've got one Robotron, Mario Kart, Tetris, Grand Theft Auto, Sensible Soccer, Resident Evil. I've done six. Oh, right. we're up to number seven. See, what I, this is what happens yeah. when you don't have the list. All right, game number seven. <laughs> right, game number seven is not a game I'm particularly good at, but it's it's a cult classic and it's Donkey Kong. Ah, cool. It's a. Uh, Again, it's a game that probably some of our younger listeners may not really be familiar with, other than they'll, they'll know what Donkey Kong is. He's a character that's in all the latest kind of Mario Kart games. But Donkey Kong was it was it's a very very early Nintendo game. Um, I think it came out in nineteen. You, you're going to correct me in this. Was it nineteen eighty two? Something like that it came out. Um, it's. I mean, there's it's there's there's certain games that are people compete for high scores. Pac-Man's one of them. It's all the classic games. Donkey Kong, Missile Command. Is there not a, fo- a film about two guys? There like, was. King, of, King of Kong, it's called. Yeah. King of Kong. It's it's worth watching. It's, uh, yeah, it features... Now you're going get to me, get me talking about this. It features uh, Billy Mitchell. Now, back in 1982, I think it was, there was a chap called <laughs> Walter Day who, uh, he was a massive uh, video games fan and he, he realised, he thought to himself, why is there no... He was he was getting really good at games and he thought to himself, I might be the best in the world at Pac-Man, but how do I know that? So he started up a, basically a high score a database um, and he called it Twin Galaxies and he started that in 1982 and uh, there was an iconic, There was I mean it was obviously, arcades were far, far bigger in America than, than they were in, in the UK, but there was a there was a group of guys who were the best in the world at various games and um, is it I- Iowa? I think it is. And yeah, Iowa. I think it is uh, where this this uh, Twin Galaxies was. Well, it's just basically a, an arcade. And there's a, a an iconic uh, photograph which appeared on Time magazine actually of all. I think it had about ten of the classic games. You had your Space Invaders, Donkey Kong, Pac Man, um, Frogger, all these sort of games. And over leaning over the top of each machine was the guy who had the world champ, uh, who had the highest score in the world at all these games. Um, and there was one guy, Billy Mitchell, who um, he was he was reputed to be the best kind of um, player. Uh, in fact, he was the first guy to get a, a perfect Pac-Man score. A perfect Pac-Man score being you, you get every single dot, and you get you get sixteen hundred. I think uh, you get you've got to eat all when you get one power pill, you've got to eat all four monsters, and you've got four power pills per screen. So the perfect sort of uh, screen in Pac-Man is all the all the dots four power pills 
and all the, the four ghosts four times um, and basically you keep playing that until the game crashes it gets to the, 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 the um, it basically gets to a, a point where the, the machine runs out of memory and it only displays half the screen what about um, the fruits? So, do, you, do you need to pick up the fruits? Aye, or the fruits. It's basically every single thing. I mean, I was—I mentioned earlier on, my mate John Studley, he almost got the perfect score, but he missed one of the fruits. Yeah. So he was 90, point, 90 points shy of the perfect Pac-Man game. There's only a handful of people in the world that have ever got this uh, perfect game. But anyway, Billy Mitchell was the first to do it. He's the, reputedly the, sort of, the best game. So this King of Kong is basically... Billy Mitchell against oh what the hell was his name again? Uh, shit, I can't even remember. This guy who's basically a bit of a, a, an unknown um, bought himself a Donkey Kong cab and he started playing it and started playing it and started playing it until he realised that shit, I'm actually pretty damn good at this game and he beat the high score. So King of Kong is basically a rivalry between the two guys. It's based it's based on fact, but my mate. Um, uh, what do you call him? I mate uh, Tony Temple, who's the world champion at uh, Missile Command. He knows Billy Mitchell and he says he's an absolutely brilliant guy. But in the in this uh, film, he's portrayed as being a bit of a baddie. If you watch it, you'd think that guy's an arsehole. But he says it's just the way it was edited. It was edited to have kind of like a good guy, good against evil sort of thing. Steve Weeb. Steve Weeb, that's him. That's Steve Weeb, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, I, think, I, think it's, I think it's a Chinese guy that actually has currently has the world record. Donkey Kong. There's about three or four of them who have been kind of tying for all the time. But yeah, going back to Donkey Kong, I mean, I watched it. I wasn't really heavily into Donkey Kong until I watched that film. And uh, it's just, it's, there's so many, it's, there's so many different ways to play it to get maximum points. To, to any kind of newcomer, you think, oh, it's just a simple game, run up, collect, jump over barrels, get the girl, move on to the next screen, you know, collect the barrels, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's such a, you know, there's so much to kind of actually, to be good at the game. And uh, since I've got my sort of meme cab, I've been playing quite a bit of it. And uh, it's, I'm crap, I think I've got 30,000 or something, you know. Um, but it's, it's, it's just, like, you know, watching other guys, you know, play it for four or five hours, it's a game I'd love to get good at. Um, I say it's iconic. It's it's tough as old uh, old boots. Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, it's a game that you would you wouldn't get bored of after after twenty minutes or so. So that would uh, again, I'd probably be playing that till uh, until the, the cab blew up or I died, whatever whatever happens first. And it was nineteen eighty one. Yeah, it was one. I think I said nineteen eighty two. Did I? <laughs> Uh, I recently played it. I, I recently played a version of it in the ColecoVision. You know, oh, got, that's actually a, excellent. That's got, excellent. Uh, I've got the Xbox with uh, modded Xbox with uh, Coin Ops Six on it. Oh, so I, I've got that. Yeah. yeah so I, I was. I, can... I thought oh, I could try a Donkey Kong. I didn't even know which one. I just cut to the first Donkey Kong I seen it come up. It was ColecoVision. I was like, oh, all right. Cool. <laughs> that's that's I, I used to play that a lot back in the day, and, and uh, when I was still at school, our local, uh, it was called Wilco, they used to have a ColecoVision running in their electronics department, used to go and hang about there and play that. <laughs> Aye. And that's where Super Mario made his debut, was it not? Or, or am I talking crap? Yeah. Nah. Mario, was Mario well, not? I might have all those Mario Brothers. Was Mario. that before? I think, I, think, I think you might be right, actually. I think that was because... Yeah, I think you're right. I think he appeared in that first and then Mario Brothers came out and it was him and Luigi. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Yeah, I think I, I didn't know that. I've just I've, I've something that just, I've I've read something about that before, and I'm not certain if I'm remembering it correctly. Uh, yeah. I think I think it is. I think that was the first time Mario appeared actually. Yeah, 
Yeah, and apparently the only reason he's got his, uh, his moustache or hat was basically because because of the, the low resolution of the pixels. Um, they had to kind of, they included that because they, they couldn't get him looking good without it. <laughs> so he wasn't deliberately drawn to look like that, just because it's like, oh, that looks shite. Take it, stick a hat and I'm going to look all right. So <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it, also, it also coined a, a famous saying as well, didn't it? It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get it on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's not the first time Donkey Kong's been picked on Daily Alien Games. Oh, that's a, yeah. Yeah, if a, I think I think depending on who you had on this, and depending on your age, yeah. um, I say because I've been, I was there right at the very beginning. It's uh, you know somebody who's you know I always I always kind of laugh. People think of like, I mean, I I, I can even remember. Uh, when Sonic the Hedgehog came out, I'd been playing video games for eight years before that, and to me this was like you know well, I've not even got Mega Drive. Sonic that's like new. So Sonic was new to me, and you know people talk about you know PlayStation's that was their first console. It's like PlayStation was cutting edge for me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> okay. Right, so I think we are on to game number eight this time. We're on to game number eight. You know what? Yeah, I can't even. What were we talking about? You said you, you were going to change it. You said, oh, that would be good. I know. Right. You, thought, you said I was thought of this. Oh, what the hell was it again? Oh. Shit, I can't, you know, I can't even remember what it was. Oh, no. Do you not have an original trick before you were changing your mind? No, I didn't. I actually oh. printed out, what the hell, we were talking about something. Oh. I thought, oh, shit, that was a game that I would, I would definitely include. I know, I remember. I remember seeing it. <laughs> No, I didn't. Even, I didn't even mention what it was, did I? You didn't know because I said oh. I said no because I remember I said oh well I would never know if you changed it anyway because I've not got a list. So. Oh, so. bollocks! Nah, you know what? Listen, I'm going to. I'll I'll need to go with my number eight that I wrote down. Yeah. Uh, nah, can't can't I can't believe and remember it's what the annoying, hell it is. It's annoying when that happens, isn't it? Oh, shit! Eh. Dee dee What were we talking about? We we're talking about Galaxy and we we're talking about. Shoot ups and stuff. I don't know. I can't remember. Nah, listen. I'll just. I'll need to go with. Uh, I'll need to go with number eight. Right, go for it. Down. Right, the game I'm going to go for is The Last of Us on the uh, PlayStation Three. Modern. Yeah, a very very modern game. Yeah. Um, I played that. When did I play? I played it about six months ago. Um, and it's. It's one of these games. Have you played it yourself, John? I have, yes. You I have, have. I, 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 I mean, don't far into it yet, but yes, I have. Yeah, I mean, it's even from the very opening, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that's never played the game, but even from the very opening sort of scene, yeah. it, it hits you pretty hard. Yeah, um, the, yeah what happens to the, yeah. And uh, in fact, my mate, in fact, the guy I've mentioned before, Sick Boy, the guy who's like a ninja at games, he's a, he's a journalist. He used to write for Total Film. He's now, he's, he writes for another magazine now, but he was, uh, he had posted on Twitter or Facebook where it was that him and his two young boys, his young boys are, I don't know, sort of nine and ten, whatever, he had actually, he, he was saying how Last of Us, he said it's a game that's an 18, you know, it's got extreme violence and sort of, it's not really got much sexual innuendo but it is a violent game but he said that he let his boys play through the game with him he says and they enjoyed the journey yeah. um, together and it left an impression and when I read that I thought he knows what he's talking about so I bought the game and 
I was, uh, you know, I let my, my daughter watch it for so long till my, my wife walked in and I was shooting a zombie through the head. She's like, hey, that's it, she's too young to play it. So that was the end of that. But it's a game that um, I, once I started playing it, I couldn't wait to get back into it again. And, uh, it, it, you know, it tells a story. It tells a story about sort of, you know, a relationship between a man and a girl who don't know each other. They initially kind of hate each other. But, you know, it's like watching a, a film. You know, you see the relationship and the, the sort of the, the caring aspect kind of developing between the two of them. Um, there's some stunning... I mean, the, the actual environment itself is just phenomenal. Um you know, it's, you could see it's been done before all that, but the, the way they've done it, they've done it in a beautiful way. It's a, it's an immense story. It's, it's one of these stories. It's one of these games that, after I actually finished, I was gutted that it was it, it drawn to an end. You know, that was the end of it. Yeah. Um, but it left a mark. You know, and, I, and in fact, I mean, it's testament that it's, I've enjoyed it so much that I went out and bought it on PS4. I've not played it yet on PS4, and people have said, "Why have you bought it on PS4 when you've already played it on PS3?" There's no difference, but. You know what? I, when I when I bought when I completed it in the PS3, uh, I sold the game on, and I instantly regretted it. I thought, although I've played it, there's nothing else to see. I want to. It's like a good book. I want to go back and revisit it. It's just it's such a f- phenomenal. Yeah. You know, it's won tons of awards for for obvious reasons. It's, yeah. it's Regret- an amazing story. Regrettably, I've sold it, my version of it, and without completing it, and I will get it back, and I will get it back for the PS4 mm. when I do get it back. But um, I just at the time I need some cash. Yeah, so I saw, I saw a couple of games. I saw I do that so often. I hate it. But um, and even my wife is not really into games. And I was playing that. I was playing it the first time I played it one night, and she's sitting over the desk on the computer. She's drinking wine that she does. And then I was playing it, and she was kind of looking at it at the corner of her eye. And then what happened? in opening the kind of opening bit happened, and she was like, "Oh my god, did they just do that?" <laughs> she's I know. Getting, she's getting into the cutscene, you know. It's like, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, it's just it's 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 such. I mean, I'm a you know I'm a, a give me a, a Commodore sixty four any day over a PlayStation four, but you know this this you know technology now allows us to make games like Last of Us. It's a beautiful game. You couldn't possibly have a game like that on anything less than. You know, I mean, you, you could probably get away with it maybe on a PS3, whatever, yeah, a PS2. But I think the graphics are so realistic, and it, you really, you know, I mean, there's 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 certain bits in it, that things that happen, and you're like, fuck, you're just like, oh, and that's terrible. You're almost near to tears. It's such a such a strong impact the game actually had on me. Um, it's a, it's an experience rather than than a game, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So anybody that's never played it, go. You owe, you owe it to yourself to, to to play it. You'll probably get it quite cheap as well when they play uh, the PS3. But yeah, that's it. I just wish I could remember that last game because I thought, oh shit, that was one I should have included. But no, listen, Last of Us is uh, the reason I was going to knock Last of Us out was because it's kind of similar to Resident Evil Four. It's an experience, but these these two games are iconic. They're fantastic. No, it's good, good to have that on the list. I think it's the first time it's been picked and it is a great game, so yeah. it's a great one to finish off. I know you want to get away uh, fairly soon, so we'll just kind of rush through your... No uh, problem at all, John. Your, your, well, it's, it's a book and a lot of writing, but you're going to change it up. It's not going to be a book, it's going to be a TV show or a box set or something like that, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I, as I mentioned to you earlier on, yeah, I'm a bit of a shame that I don't... I don't read books. Um, the books I tend to read are probably auto autobiographies. I'm quite, you know, I'm, I've not got the attention span to to get any fictional um, books and that kind of stuff. 
Um, I probably should read more books, you know. Um, even if you were to ask me to name ten books I've read, I'd struggle. <laughs> so that's that's uh, anyway. <laughs> so are you are you going to let me? TV show, yeah. I mean, it's, I, I do right, change the rules. It's not even, it's not even a TV show. Well, I suppose it is a TV show. It's actually a cartoon, and it's uh, the Snowman. Oh, the Snowman. <laughs> snowman. Classic. Now, as as anybody that lives in the UK for the last twenty years, Channel Four shows the Snowman every year. And I used to think that's shite. Turn it off, Alan Jones. You can get to, you know, put it off as pish. But uh, when my when my daughter was born um, in two thousand and three. As you do, you sit with them and you watch cartoons and that kind of stuff. And uh, I think my wife saw it in, in Safeway or Morrison's, whatever it's called now, for a fiver, and she bought this snowman disc. And of course, it came to Christmas time. I'll oh, put put it on, put it on, and I sat with her and uh, watched it. And I just thought, oh, you know what? When I when I watch it, I'm I'm seven years old. And I'm back in the house, and my mum and dad are back again. I mean, my mum and dad have passed away now, sadly. But I'm back, I'm seven years old again. My mum and dad are in the house. My sisters are downstairs. I can smell apples that my mum used to buy for Christmas time. It's snowing outside. And see that that magical feeling you got as a seven-year-old at Christmas time? Yeah. This snowman bottles it up. And I just experience that, that, that the sort of the love, the, the, the whole experience of Christmas. I think it's phenomenal. I just, I've, you know, I say I used to watch as I, you know, I was younger. I thought, crap, but it's just it's it's a magical, magical film. I mean, I've probably since since we started watching it with my daughter, we probably watched it every day for about a year. So I mean, I've I've probably watched it over a hundred times, but um, just love it. It's a magical, magical. I mean, how the guy managed to. He, he took everything that's special about Christmas as a child in the seventies, and he, he's crammed it all into this cartoon and animation the dare I say even the music and everything and I've got to say I even love the Iron Brew advert as well I was going to mention it to you <laughs> <laughs> music by Iron Brew <laughs> the Iron <laughs> Brew is mine <laughs> uh, I mean the, the, obviously they had, a, they had a sequel they had a sequel which came out uh, is it Snowman 2 or whatever the hell it's called with a dog and that and that is good but again it's like anything it's like the old cliche it's not as good as the original sort of thing but yeah I just even even dare I say it, at the start you see uh, David Bowie I think I, it was David Bowie that was in the very first the beginning you see him walking upstairs and it's snowing and he was on about you know Christmas in his house as a child da 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 and you're do 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 then the just cuts to the the snow and the clouds and you know awesome I think so it used to be David Bow that was in it at the beginning and then they changed it to someone else can't remember who it was but anyway I digress so yeah the snowman that's uh, that's uh, I would I would have a DVD player so I could watch the snowman every day if I want to just go back to a really 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 happy time in my life. Uh, that's that ticks all the boxes, eh? Good sentimental reasons for that. That's that's as <laughs> good as a book. But let, let you off for that one, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, uh, have you picked a luxury item? Luxury item, right? I'm going to say a luxury item. Um, I'm going to say a pair of running shoes. Um, I've mentioned before. I do a lot of running. Um, when I when I run, it's just it takes me to, again. It takes me to. A, a place that's quite magical. Um, I just get lost in my own thoughts. I love running. I love running in wildernesses up the up up in the highlands and that kind of stuff. So yeah, you know when you've when you've got a pair of shoes on your feet, 
you, you can go anywhere you want. You can go up mountains. You can climb. You can go along beaches, whatever. So I would, uh, I would take a nice pair of running shoes. Sure. I could explore the island at my, uh, at my, at my leisure. I'll even chuck in a vest and shorts as well. Oh, yeah, beauty. <laughs> Maybe a water bottle as well. Yeah, what will look as it? Fantastic. Do you usually get the old iPod in and just run? Or do you just um, do that? You, mm, I would probably say nine times out of ten, no, I don't. Um, it depends. I mean, I, I do what's called ultra running, which is anything between anything over 26 miles. I don't run 26 miles every day, obviously, but um, I do races and they're, they're ultras. Um, they, I say they start from like 33 miles up to the, the furthest one I've ran is uh, the West Highland Way, which is 95 miles. Um, so, yeah, you're out for a considerable length of time. So if I'm, if I'm, if I'm training, when I'm training for an ultra, you know, I'll have to do maybe like a two or three 30 milers. So when I go out and do a 30 miler, it's going to take me, you know, four or five hours, whatever. So yeah, I'll maybe stick on an iPad, an, an iPad, an iPod, <laughs> listening to music. But sometimes I get to a point, I think it actually starts to annoy me. Yeah. Um, and I'll switch it off. Like, but yeah, I mean, I, I know you're a, a fan of, you know, ACDC, Iron Maiden. Probably yeah. ACDC is my favourite running music. Love him, love him. I've not even yeah. yeah, got on to subject music. Yeah, I love, yeah. Uh, I love, uh, <laughs> I love going to that. I'd always get a little tease on. But yeah, I love rock music and stuff. So yeah. But uh, yeah, so I, I generally don't. If I'm doing shorter runs, I tend not to take music with me. Because I like to, when you hear yourself breathing, you, you're when you're running, you're constantly monitoring how you're feeling and that kind of stuff. So I tend to kind of not do it. But uh, it just depends. If I'm going out for over an hour, then I'll, I'll usually take music. Um, I even sometimes download uh, like a rip. Uh, YouTube videos as a sort of podcast and listen to them because sometimes, I mean, sometimes somebody talking takes your mind off of the running because you're you're, you're almost like somebody's with you. <laughs> get get the back catalogue of Desert Island Games downloaded. Let's <laughs> it one every day. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm the same. I'm I'm never I'm never um I never stopped running. I'm always out running and jogging. Me. Are you ah, fantastic? No, 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 no. That's a joke. <laughs> You're lucky if I run for the bus. <laughs> I, I wish I did. You know, ah, it's, a, it's, it's not for everybody, mate. It's not for everybody, but it's a, I enjoy it. It keeps me. It's quite un, it's quite unusual that in, in a way it's you've got a guy like yourself who's is who will do the running and the the coach often you know playing games and stuff because usually it's one or the other, one or the other. Oh, I, that's, well, I suppose if, I suppose you could see the, the sort of cliche game or you know. Glasses and all that kind of shit, but yeah, it's I enjoy it. It's 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 a there's two you kind of get you couldn't get two different sort of uh, hobbies, yeah. And I think that's why I do enjoy it when I'm out running. Sometimes uh, I remember when I, fight, when I had the West Island we race in uh, in June, and uh, I mean it took me it was, uh, just over thirty hours to complete it. And uh, I knew I was getting my mate was building my main cab, and I was maybe picking it up. On the Monday, and I, I was I was doing the race from Saturday to the Sunday, and I knew I knew I was getting the main cab the day later, and <laughs> out there at two o'clock in the morning up uh, up in Glencoe running, like oh, oh, I can't wait to get my main cab. <laughs> You're thinking about it, so uh, yeah, it's two totally different hobbies, but uh, yeah. they they balance themselves out really well. Yeah, oh well, maybe I should take a look at your book. <laughs> If you ever want a running partner, you know where to know where to look, Johnny. <laughs> I think. Well, I think I'll start off a gentle walk first. <laughs> I go. Ah, you know, what? I've just remembered what it was. I was talking about running, yeah. track and field. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was going to, um, uh, yeah, if I could go back, I'd probably, I would have to shoehorn track and field in there. Yeah, love it, love my joystick wagglers. I'm not going to talk about it now, but yeah, track and field was the game I was thinking about. Yeah, I love that as well. In fact, the first video I watched of yours, uh, after seeing Steve Benway shouting you out, I went and checked your channel out, and that was probably the first video of yours that I watched. Oh, it was track and field. Yeah, because yeah. I, remember, I remember saying, uh, I had done a track and field one, uh, just before, actually, myself, and uh, it was on the um, Interghost Retro Records website, and I said, Adam, there's this guy, Alan Stewart, has done one as well, stick that on the Retro Records website. Oh, as well. aye, aye, that uh, was the first one. I, I got an email off from, aye, uh, sticking yeah. it up, like, aye. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would, I would take that as my ninth game. Yeah, I'll, I'll not go into it now. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll finish this up because I know you want to. Yeah, yeah no, no problem, so, mate. Uh, thanks for spending all your time and sorry for being it drag on to after half nine. No, but it's been a pleasure talking to you, John. Same, same to yourself, and uh, I shall let you know when the when the videos up. Fantastic. And the, and the iTunes fins up as well. Good man. And uh, yeah, thanks very much. Okay then, John. Catch you later. Thanks, Lou. Bye. Cheers, mate. Bye.